Should we do some testing, Cutmore? We're just testing the microphone, so just say anything. Just say anything. It's a bit hot today. Oh, thanks for your insight. I'll keep that in. <laughs> So, hello everyone from Research Ed's National Conference 2013. Uh, we are here today at the Parliament Hill School to see what is going on at the 10-year anniversary of the first Research Ed. It's just after the moment. Mike is around here somewhere. I'm yet to find him, but I'm sure we'll get his thoughts on the day later on. Uh, I'm going to go around today and talk to as many people as I can. We'll hear from some of the speakers who have delivered sessions. You'll hear some of our thoughts on the sessions we've been to today. Um, there's some awesome people here talking about loads of educational things they've got on offer so we'll hear from some of them and basically just try and give you a bit of a vibe um, of the day it is sweltering hot so be prepared for almost every guest I speak to to in some way mention it is hot uh, but let's go and see what's happening at the 10 year anniversary of the Research Ed National Conference uh, but I am joined by my lovely wife today, Amy Cutmore. Hello, Amy. Hello. Are you excited? I am very excited. It's my first research ed, so I'm excited to get in here and see some of the sessions. And far more importantly, your first appearance on Tea and Teaching, which is way more important way, than anything else. Way oh, more important. Thank you. Well said. Good practicing. Uh, right, let's go. <laughs> so I've just come out of Amabir Singil's session. Uh, all about how we can help our students with the process of learning. Um, as always with Singh, who's a friend of the pod, a uh, fantastic session, really liked to do an analogy about learning uh, and painting a wall, about how it's not, you just don't just throw one coat at it and just assume that that wall is then painted. You've got to let it dry, you've then got to come back to it. You might even need to let it dry and come back and do a third coat to make sure that wall is how you want it to be. So as always with um, Singh, just an awesome session, highly recommend his book. Um, or go and listen to his episode with us earlier this year. Uh, right, onwards and upwards. So I'm here with Research Ed, uh, Commander-in-Chief, Tom Bennett. Yeah, I, I prefer Grand Panjandrum, Mandarin, yeah. Chief Meister, you, you know, you're that up to feels you. Better. Um, yeah. We are in the midst of Research Ed, the 10-year anniversary. How's it going so far? It's been a, it's been a six-week heart attack. Um, <laughs> And then at the end of it, I'm going to have the biggest glass of wine I could possibly find, possibly a bottle. But it's been brilliant. I just, I love the buzz off this. And, you know, we've been doing this for 10 years and it still feels as fresh as the day we started, if not fresher. I can't believe so many people come out and give up their Saturdays. I'm, I'm just thrilled that people can do it. All right, there's such a buzz around the place of people just learning mm. and they're going to take back and make a difference to their schools. Tom, you're a busy man. Thank you're you very run, much. So run, run, yes, run. Man, so I'm now chatting with Karen from Teacher Tap. Hi, Karen. Hi. How's it going today? It's really good. Really hot. I it is. Everyone has said that. So warm. Yes, yeah, so I think this pod is pretty much going to be people going, having a great time. Really, really hot. Yes. Um, <laughs> spoken to lots of teachers, I imagine. We've had loads of people come past the sand. And what we ask them to do is show us Teacher Tap on their phone. And then we give them badges and merch and things. I've seen the ponchos. <laughs> the ponchos have gone down very well with yes, who I've been again, seeing. again, sunny day. So it's interesting. We give people the choice of having some sunglasses or some ponchos. But I think everyone's come with their own sunglasses. So. Yeah, no, I like it. Let's pretend there's someone listening who doesn't know Teacher Tap. Because mm -hmm. there might be. Like, do you want... What is Teacher Tap? Yeah. What's it all about? So Teacher Tap is one big research project, basically. Um, we send you three questions each day to the app that you download it's free you can get it from the play store or the app store and the questions we send you are about what's gone on in your classroom your thoughts on your school uh, your views on education in general and then the cool bit 
is that we show you how everyone else has responded. So we have 10,000 teachers who respond to these questions every day. So you can look at those results and say, am I the same as everyone else? Is my school a bit different? Both of which sometimes makes you feel better. Both yes. of which is nice to be in those pots. Um, and if people want to download that app, they go to... The Play Store or the App Store, whichever suits their phone. Awesome. And, and I see all the time free. on Twitter people going, like, oh, I've just seen this question on Teacher Tap, so people can then go and share and have those conversations. What's yeah. the, have you noticed anything in the first week back coming back through Teacher Tap? Um, let's have a think about what some of the findings have been. Oh, I can't remember, because we have so much data, it's literally coming out of our ears. So on uh, yesterday's questions, we looked at whether schools have a behaviour lead. Um, quite interesting that 25% of teach of schools don't have a behaviour lead. I would have thought it was Or don't a know who common. their behaviour lead is, or don't know they have a behaviour lead. Well, that's interesting that, that's in itself. Because it. one of the other things we see a lot through all sorts of uh, questions is the difference in opinions between different types of teachers, whether that's a primary teacher compared to a secondary teacher, or a head teacher compared to a classroom teacher. What they think is going on in their school can be completely different, even though they might be working in the same institution. And you only find these things out by asking the questions. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much, Karen. So people go and download the app. It takes a couple minutes each day. Yep, answer the questions and be part of a massive community, I think, right now, isn't it? Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here with friend of the pod, uh, Singh, who our session I was just in. Um, and there were literally people sitting on the floor, Singh, to get in and listen to this. Um, do you want to tell us quickly what was, the, what was the session about today? Yeah, first, massive thank you to everyone who came. Um, I hope they enjoyed it. The session was titled, like, Why Are Students So Bad at Learning? Uh, and the truth is, we're all pretty bad because our, our brains aren't really wired for it. And just exploring um, like why we're so bad at it, what happens as a result of that, and what we can do about it. And I, it was so nice going through your steps of how we can actually improve ourselves as learners. I like how you were taking us back to our own school days, <laughs> and I was definitely a highlighter. <laughs> I, oh, I reread my textbook, therefore I know everything in my textbook. So people have just walked out of your session. What are you hoping, if they took one thing away, what's that one really key thing you wish they took? Yeah, I guess it's like, when, when do we really know if learning's taken, taken place, right? And, and um, understanding that when we're measuring stuff, what we're measuring is actually a performance of, or demonstration of thinking. And based on that, we may or may not be able to make some judgments about if learning has or hasn't happened. Um, and there was, I could, there were so many people writing notes <laughs> about that and they're going away. Um, and you spoke about people not going home, not going back to school and trying to change everything, but kind of like think about what you're going to do, make these little changes that are going to really make a difference to your students. Yeah, shout out to Sarah Cottingham with this one because she... As always. Uh, as always. always, as always. Um, because she, she uh, talks a lot about like, this idea of taking a problem-based approach when thinking about strategies. So like, here's your problem, you know, my, my students forget stuff. Well, then distributed practice might be the answer. Is it that they mix up like common uh, or related concepts? Well, interleaving might be the answer, but you want to start from the problem before thinking about the strategy. Um, it's been a pleasure seeing, as always, people can go back and listen to your episode, go back and listen to your teachable moment. Um, you've got a book still out. I do indeed, I do indeed. Go and sell it, go and plug it away. Muskies, Strengthening Student Toolbox in Action as part of the In Action series from Tom Sherrington and John Cat, available on my blog and also on the John Cat website and Amazon and, and Waterstones. And all the proceeds go to... And all the proceeds go to charity. Everything goes to our charity, so you're doing a good cause at the same time. Always mention that. <laughs> Always mention it. It makes people feel better about buying the book. Uh, and it is a 
brilliant book. I've got it. It is brilliant. Uh, Singh, thank you so much for your time. We'll see you soon. Cheers, Arthur. So I'm here with uh, friends of the pod and legend of the pod, Jay Pierce and Sam Cram. How's it going, guys? Yeah, very good. Having a great day at Research Ed so far. You're both speaking today, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Am I correct at the same time? Yes. So, this is what we're going to do. We haven't planned this at all. I'm going to get you to sell your session, even though when people have listened to this, it already happened. And then listeners can decide which was the better session retrospectively from listening to you doing it. That sounds good, right? Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll stay friends afterwards. We'll stay friends. Yeah, we're all friends. All, no, all... I'm like super competitive. Yeah. And that's why she comes on the pod so many times. Uh, Jay, do you want to go first? What's your session about today? So my session is with Brad Bush from Inner Drive. So two presenters instead of just one. Yeah, also friend um, of the pod. Yes. And we are talking about our top recent research papers from our teaching and learning spotlight. So we read loads and loads and loads of um, research papers that are published and we picked our top five or six and we are going to talk about why they're our favourite and what impact they can have on your teaching. And what is someone going to walk out of your session going, I have just learnt... So there, is, there are loads about really actionable things that you can put into practice to make your retrieval practice more effective, to make your feedback more effective, to make your questioning more effective. Super practical. Super practical. Mm. Sam, your turn. Well, What's your session about? It's hard to follow that. And it's, all, it's harder to follow because Brad just to sabotage the marketing of my session. I did see. He did, he's done a very good job of it as well, by the way. plaster <laughs> over my very existence on Twitter. Um, so my session is about the power of teams and what we can learn about high-performing teams from loads of different places and then and boil that down to school teams. Uh, so there's lots of research, lots of examples, and I would say it's, it is super practical as well. Lots of takeaways. If you're a team leader, you could hopefully go back to school and try three or four new things the next week that might enhance your team culture and productivity and, um, and performance. And if they really like that session, is there some kind of book they could get about the power of teams? Or there, is, like there is. It's so surprising you asked. The power of teams is out now uh, on Amazon. Go and check it out. Um, unless Brad Bush cancels it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. Uh, well, thank you so much, guys. I'm sure we'll have you on the pod again soon. Uh, but let's know how you thought their sessions went today. What did you learn? What did you take away? <laughs> So I'm here with Pamela from the National Institute of Teaching. Pamela, how's it going today? Oh, it's going so well. We've it had... is warm. Oh, right. I am sticky. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fun to be in this heat, but so is everybody else. So we're just leaning into it at the minute and enjoying talking to people about how hot they are. Yeah, and I imagine also talking about the uh, National Institute of Teaching. So what, what do you guys do? I'm, I bet yeah. we can guess, but what do you guys do? Well, we're a pretty new... Um, professional development provider so we look after professional development from for teachers right at the beginning of their career when they first come into teaching right through to when they become a mat ceo of like a, a gazillion schools we've got a program for you um we are government funded so most of our programs are fully funded so you're so not nice. having to spend any money um, but the thing that makes us really cool i think is that we have an in-house research team um, and they use their amazing research skills to um, find out the things that are really important about education and then use those to inform our programme design. So you're always getting the most up-to-date research within our programmes. And we're also out sharing that with the sector today as well. So up-to-date 
and funded. And funded. Those two things are good together. I like that. Yeah. Um, and have you enjoyed talking? How many teachers have you spoken oh to Oh, my today? God, millions today, it feels like. Um, so we've got a um, consultation running at the minute where we're asking people to help us prioritise um, our professional development research objectives. So we've got a cool little interactive survey and it feels like that's gone really well. So loads of people coming up I've just submitted to my votes. I've have just you? Submitted mine, yeah. Good, good. Full democratic system, right? Um, it's gone really well. Um, so we're talking to people about that and we're also talking to people about our national professional qualifications, our MPQs. Um, so deadline's the 8th of October, if you're interested. But um, they are really, really great programmes, um, really thinking about research. Um, and how we can use that research to make people better but crucially we've sort of crossed that bridge by um, the people who are delivering those are in schools right now facilitated by like people who actually know what they're talking about and not kind of like 100 steps removed from being in schools all the time so that's what makes them pretty cool pretty cool is a nice way to put it and if people want to find out more what, what do they do where do they go so plug, the, plug 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 first place they want to go is to our website nioc.org.uk um, and you can fill in some information there and we'll, we'll start sending you information on what, via email. Or you can go to our Twitter feed, Nat Inst Teaching. Um, and we're on LinkedIn and all the usual social channels. So find you, get in contact. Yeah, or even just like we're, we're also, like we're, we're not trying to plug too much as well because we understand that like it's hard to put people on PD programmes at the minute. Like people are busy, but what we do have is interesting stuff that will help make you better um, that you can consume on the go, on your phone, and it's short, sharp, good, and it will be really useful. Interesting stuff that makes you feel better kind of feels very much with the uh, Research Head vibe today, isn't right. it? That's what all it's right. all about. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank Enjoy you. the sunshine. Thank you very much. And I've just walked out a session with a uh, friend of the pod again, uh, Roz Atkins from the BBC, uh, who has a book out, The Art of Explanation, which I must admit is brilliant having read it. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, my little bit I'm just going to take away from that session is he talked about cleaning the window. So we can often have all this information that we can see uh, through the window. Um, but if we clean the window, if we get rid of all the stuff that we're not interested in, that's not relevant to what we're trying to explain, then it makes us being able to see through that window and essentially see the information so much easier. So that's something that's kind of really resonated with me. I think it was a really nice takeaway. A uh, lot of people in the room for that talk and a uh, lot of people talking about how absolutely brilliant it was. Right, let's keep going. We have just come out of Bradley Bush's and Jay Pierce's session um, all about their Spotlight programme and I am lucky to be joined off by friend of the pod, as always, Brad. How are you today, Brad? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I am fantastic. It's been such a delightful day, hasn't it? It's uh, been a lovely, warm and inspiring day. Yes, when people listen to this pod, everyone has some point has commented. Of course. Hot, in it. Hot, in it. That may for good, good yeah, listening. That's basically yeah. the pod is research ed, hot, in it. Um, so someone's just come out of your session. Um, what do you hope they took away from it? Um, yeah, it was, so, it was lovely to see so many people there. Um, I guess hopefully that a bit of the nuance about research and how we apply common strategies like retrieval and feedback and cold calling. Uh, and hopefully just a bit of a update about what we currently in inverted commas know well, i think if my uh, partner's amy's notebook is anything to go by <laughs> it was loads of information because there are copious notes in a variety of colors i will add so she is impressed um so this spotlight program that you do where you go through the 
best best research best latest latest good research latest thing yeah, yeah all that research uh, someone's just come out of your session like that sounds good yeah. what do they do uh, so yeah it was really Jade's brainchild um, as always as always uh, just a way of answering the question how do you stay up to date with research because there's so much coming out and it's behind paywalls all the time so once every three months we do this online webinar accompanied with an electronic magazine where we break down in quite simple terms uh, 10 really recent studies on things like memory uh, resilience motivation feedback um, hopefully just to make it a bit accessible because teachers are time poor yeah um, and what they want is a nice glossy magazine that tells them everything they need to know so they can go in the next day and be like oh actually I was reading the summary the, this paper summary yeah I mean there definitely is that but I mean it's interesting I think teachers are hungry to know about research like they appreciate the value of it it's just the system isn't that well set up to enable that um, and so hopefully our spotlight series hopefully helps a bit yeah and I would highly recommend it to everyone because you can join and then you get your replays as well am I right get your recording yeah so we record all the sessions and therefore it's available for all staff so you need one person for for my whole school uh, and all staff can get access to the recordings of the webinars for the whole year there you go. Easy as. Bradley, a pleasure as always. Go and get an ice cream. Thank you very much. And you. Well, we're coming to the end of the day at the uh, National Research Ed Conference. And I have, you'll be happy to find, managed to find Mike Harrowell. Hi, Mike. Hello, Arthur. How are you? I'm fantastic, buddy. How has your day been? Oh, my brain is ready to explode so many amazing ideas. So we like takeaways, don't we, on Tea and Teaching? I, I'm going to ask you to summarise the whole day into one main takeaway. What's that takeaway, Mike? Uh, yeah, I did some amazing sessions today. Um, I really like Bradley Bush and Jade Pierce, friends of the pod. Really enjoyed that. Uh, but I went to one about meaningful home learning uh, with Rachel Catterall and Amy Pollard. Um, they did some amazing uh, work in terms of how they can promote home learning at Key Stage 4 and 5 with some really cool... Uh, booklets that kind of condense that learning and kind of solidify it after the lesson and something that's really meaningful for students to do at home so that would be my main takeaway is to go away and really look at homework in depth and luckily it's not just us here today is it mike no we've got special guests we've got special guests our partners laura and amy hi laura and amy hello oh they are keen for this did you hear that <laughs> it's like when they said i do um we'll go to you first laura like You've been to loads of sessions today. What's your main takeaway from today? That it's very hot. Um, but other than that, <laughs> the sessions were really good. Um, and particular highlights were um, Rachel Ball. The room was packed, but I did manage to take away about how differentiation has changed to scaffolding um, and that we need to teach to the top. But it's important that whatever um doing the scaffolding that you start to take it away that we don't just leave it in place and then expect students to sit the exams without having any of that scaffolding structure so she broke it down into um, heavy medium and light so it's take um, a food for thought is to go away and see how the topics we teach in PE can be broken down and scaffolded and then slowly move to the light phase and you can hear the turning of pages there of the copious oh. amounts of notes being taken. Oh, yeah. Um, talking of note-taking, <laughs> Amy, how's your day been? Yeah, I brought all the stationery. I was prepared. <laughs> you brought post-it notes? Yeah, absolutely. Extra, like, mini thoughts. I love mini it. Thoughts. Mini thoughts. Inspirations that I took during sessions. Um, okay, so uh, one that I went to was a 
run by Valentina David and Blanca Wilder Lopez that was on feedback and how we can actually use feedback to promote independence with our students. Um, like I'm a, I teach English, like constantly marking essays and the marking takes a long time. Um, and I'm thinking at the moment about how I get my students to be more independent in how they use my feedback um, as I'm spending all that time on it. But something that I took away um, as a technique from that session was actually to get students to kind of evaluate their work first in terms of choosing a section of an essay that they want feedback on. Um, so it might be like a particular part or maybe there's a, like an aspect of character or something from, from the text we're studying that they don't understand. So maybe they can highlight a section of their essay first and I can just focus my feedback on that part. It makes it quicker for me and it gives the stu students an opportunity to engage with what they've written first before I get there. I think we're going to be out of a job. Well, I say job. We're going to be out of a, part, a hobby, Mike. <laughs> Next week on Amy's Mini Thoughts. <laughs> Mini Thoughts. Uh, but we've all had fun, haven't we? That's the main thing. We've learned some stuff. And where are we going to go now, Mike? Uh, to a watering hole to have a cold beverage on a hot day. A cold beverage and discussion not about education. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and food, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah food. <laughs> and, food. and hopefully it's going to be aircon, right? Yeah. Right. Sorry, you might Amy's have some mini thought. I don't know what And as we come to the end of this day, just a reminder, you, you can go back in our back catalogue and find loads of research ed speakers talking to me and Mike on Tea and Teaching, the educational podcast you can listen to with a cup of tea. Also go back and look for our Teachable Moments, where loads of awesome educators share some of their top tips in the time it takes for you to make a cup of tea. It's been an awesome hot day at Research Ed. Uh, right. We're off to go and get something cold. Bye. And as a bonus at the end of today's podcast, here are a few of the recent teachable moments brought to you by some of the brilliant presenters at the 2023 Research Ed National Conference. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Sarah Cottingham. I'm on Twitter at Overpracticed and blog at overpracticed.com. I'm writing a book to be published this year called Azubel's Meaningful Learning in Action, which is part of the InAction series. And that's where my teachable moment stems from today. Meaningful learning is when students connect new ideas to their existing knowledge. This is how they build the vast bodies of knowledge they need to understand ideas in the subjects we teach. So this means we need students to make these connections in their own minds. We can explicitly say what these connections are when we're explaining new ideas, but are students really making them? So my teachable moment is to factor in opportunities for students to make these connections. Step one, teacher explains a new idea. Step two, teacher gives students a short self-explanation task where they ask students to relate the new idea to relevant parts of their existing knowledge. For example, imagine if I've just explained to my students what patriotism is. Of course, throughout my explanation, I've tried to link to things they already know, but I don't yet know that students have made these links in their own minds. So I give them a self-explanation question. How is patriotism similar and different to the romantic love we have studied in the past so that they can make these connections? So to sum up, after you've explained something new to students, give them the opportunity to demonstrate that they can make connections between their relevant existing knowledge and the new idea. This can be done through a technique called self-explanation and it helps students to learn meaningfully. And that's my teachable moment. 
Hi everybody, my name's Jade Pierce and I am the author of What Every Teacher Needs to Know. And my teachable tip is to combine wait time with cold calling and rating the positive when you're asking questions. So we want to ask a question, we want to give wait time, thinking time, when pupils can really think hard about the answer. So we're letting everyone really think about the answer to the question. Three seconds for a factual question, longer than that if you're asking pupils to think more in depth or to use those kind of higher order thinking skills. So ask your question, give your wait time, then use cold calling where we're not asking pupils that have got their hands put up but that we're going to choose anyone in the class. That helps pupils to know they all have to do the cognitive um, work, they all have to think about the answer because of the chance that they might be called upon. And you can also combine that with narrate the positive where you say, okay, this is the question. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Put your hand up for me when you're done, just so I know you're ready. And then as people are putting the hand up, you say, you narrate that positively. You narrate that positive behaviour. So brilliant. Two people have got their hand up. 10 people have got their hand up. 80% of us have got our hands up now, just waiting for the last couple of you. And that really helps to um, promote a culture of engaging in whole class discussions in your classroom. Thank you so much. I'm Sam Crome, the author of The Power of Teams, and my teachable moment is reflecting how to better communicate with your team at school. One traditional method is to send a weekly bulletin to staff, and I used to do that with my pastoral team, and I eventually realised that sending a bulletin of length on a Monday morning made everyone feel um, quite hyper alert and dreading their, their drive to work on a Monday morning. So I asked the team what to do. So my first tip is to ask your team how and when they want to be communicated with every week and to agree that as a group and then to make sure you, you enact that for them. So I now send a bulletin every Thursday afternoon. That's what we came up with together. And the bulletin is divided into left-hand side is for dates, administrative reminders, things coming up that they need to be aware of. The right-hand side is about developmental areas. So um, I bullet point some things we've discussed recently that are important to us, and I call that reflecting on our practice. The bottom right-hand side of the newsletter is about CPD. So I will link to a, a great podcast um, or a chapter from a book, and we can talk about it in a future meeting. So my, my teachable moment is to agree with your team how you're going to communicate with them every week and make sure that some of that communication is administrative but lots of it is developmental so they can really grow with you as a group. Hi, I'm Rachel Ball, Assistant Principal of Teaching and Learning, co-editor of the soon-to-be-released book, What is History Teaching Now? and blogger at theeducationalimposters.wordpress.com. I'm thinking a lot about scaffolding at the moment, and my small tip is a reminder that scaffolds don't have to be written. They don't have to be writing frames or sentence starters. Scaffolding can be verbal, for example, presenting students with an exam question and having a discussion such as, how do we tackle this last time? What should the structure look like? What kind of keywords should I include? This conversation itself is a type of scaffolding. Scaffolds can also be a visual reminder, such as an icon to remind students of the success criteria or a pre-prepared model answer for a different topic. In addition, don't forget that scaffolds should be removed over time. Just like stabilisers on a bike, we need to set students up for completely independent work. So we need to carefully judge as teachers when we remove the scaffolds. And that's my teachable moment.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Tea and Teaching. If you've enjoyed the content of this episode, please feel free to share it with other educators. And if you're able to, please leave a review on the platform. And as always, thank you for listening to Tea and Teaching. Thank you.